So I'm Steve Adcock, I'm Deputy Director of Academies with United Learning. In this podcast, we're going to explore how we support our pupils into the very best possible universities and courses for them. And that's a key part of education with character, because I see education with character as, as setting our pupils up for life. And that means that life doesn't stop at 16 or 18 when they receive the A-level results, but that we really support pupils onto that next step, enable them to, to gain the places they want and then to flourish once they get there. One of the biggest challenges that we face is that expertise about universities and higher education, it can be quite invisible. It can exist in the heads of particular heads of sixth form or careers advisors. And what we've tried to do is make that knowledge, that expertise more visible to try to codify it so we can then share it with our academies. So back in August of 2018, I went to A-level results day at Surbiton High School and I saw how Surbiton runs that process. I saw the way they have the whole of the senior team in the school the day before to identify the small number of pupils that may have fallen short of their offers, to quickly identify pupils that might be worth submitting a remark for, more importantly to assess the best options for those pupils so that on the results day, and in fact not just results day but at 7.30 in the morning on results day when the clearing lines begin to open, that those pupils can be first in line to secure those places at top universities. And sure enough, by the end of the day, there was even places in, in medicine courses that have been secured through clearing and that was due in part to the very prompt actions of the school and the high expectations they showed for their pupils right through till results day. So results day was less of a celebration, certainly for the sixth form leadership team, and more of a, right, let's make sure that every pupil gets the place they deserve. So we've worked really hard to try to capture some of those processes and share them with our academies. So in the autumn term, John Owen, who's head of sixth form at Surbiton High School, addressed all of our school leaders, not just sixth form leaders, but all of our school leaders, to share with them the steps they take to support pupils into university. And that's part of our ongoing attempt to capture, to codify, to systematise and therefore to share the good practice that sits in many of our schools and make sure that actually that's an entitlement that all of our pupils can benefit from to whichever school they go to. So a key part of the application process for university is obviously the personal statement. And in some ways, a personal statement is an acid test of the education with character that we've talked about, because there's two things we want people to do in that personal statement. One is to show a genuine and evidenced interest in the subject they wish to take at university. And the other is to demonstrate some of the wider skills, experiences and characteristics that each of those pupils possess. And I think the key thing about the personal statement is that you you can't fake that in the autumn term of year 13. You can't suddenly conjure up this interest in your subject or pretend that you've showed leadership experiences throughout school. So again, it's really important that our support for destinations, our support for university does not just sit in the sixth form but it is embedded right through the school experience and to draw an example from one of our schools at Guildford High School where the head teacher there Fiona Bolton has a one-to-one interview with all students all girls in year nine and in that interview gets a good sense of the girl's future intentions and ambitions so for example if a girl says I would like to be a doctor then the head teacher can check that they're taking triple science and check that the rest of their curriculum will will set the girl up onto a pathway that, that can include or can end up with 
with, with being a doctor and will then begin to suggest the kind of extracurricular or co-curricular experiences that the girls should begin to accumulate such as volunteering to help in a local retirement home and then as they get older to try and gain some more robust and challenging work experience in the field of medicine so it's about knowing our pupils and it's about embedding our academic support with education with character to make sure that when it comes to that personal statement that pupils can talk with honesty and confidence and intelligence about their intentions and about why they wish to pursue that particular subject at university. So let's look at how education with character is woven into the life of our sick forms with a few specific examples. That's Accrington Academy. Something they do that I think is really powerful is they make sure that aspirations data is shared with teachers so that the form tutor knows the career and university ambitions or intentions of each child and then can help link their current efforts with their future plans. And again, sometimes those future plans of pupils can be hidden, can be murky. But what Accrington have done there is they've said well let's make this more visible let's make sure that teachers and tutors are aware of the future plans of their students so that students are on track to fulfill those ambitions at North Oxfordshire Academy in Banbury they're doing some great work in supporting their sixth form students in mentoring younger pupils and you know, mentoring is one of those things that it's easy to say that we do but the way they're doing it at North Oxfordshire is, is very structured with really good training for the sixth form students and that's having a real impact on younger pupils particularly those who have started secondary school below their expected reading age and the, the older sixth form pupils there are making a real difference to those pupils. There's actually a, a local United Learning primary school in Banbury, Hamwell Fields and a good proportion of sixth form students also support as teaching assistants at that local primary school. And then in year 12 at North Oxfordshire Academy, students have one free period a week in which they support lessons at Key Stage 3. And the fact that that is a timetable period, again, shows the way that education with character is being valued in that school. It's on the timetable. At Shoreham Academy, there's some excellent work around work experience placements, which they offer for all students. They expect all students to secure really competitive work experience placements, and they've secured places shadowing the local MP, working with the physiotherapist at the County Cricket Club. Some really exciting work experience opportunities there for those pupils. And one thing about that is that rather than just saying, yeah, we, you know, we'll support you in applying for work experience, they have a designated week for that. And it becomes part and parcel of the sixth form experience so that pupils who sign up to Shoreham Academy know that through their two-year programme there, they will be supported in gaining a work experience programme and that will be embedded into their programme of study, which I think makes it all the more powerful. There's also a wide range of co-curricular provision at Shoreham Academy, such as the debating society and a first aid course. And I think that we can sometimes lose sight of the fact that sixth form is a, it's our last contact with our young people before they go out into the world. So things like first aid training, things like personal finance, things like emotional and mental health and how we support pupils with that. I think good sick forms get that, take that side of things really seriously and make sure that pupils go into the world with a good set of grades, but also with the confidence to flourish at university in apprenticeships and beyond. A couple of further examples from Guildford High School. There's an annual Year 12 essay writing competition. And one thing I really like about the way they run this competition is that the winners then present their essays to pupils in years 11, 12 and 13. And in doing that, they've straddled key stage four and five. And, and that's a key theme when it comes to education with character and getting that right at the sixth form. It doesn't just sit at key stage five. It doesn't begin when pupils hit 16. It's embedded into the life of the school and having those 
year 12 students who have won the essay writing competition read their essays to younger pupils and their peers in the sixth form. I think it's really powerful and also supports retention into the sixth form as well, which is a key challenge for our schools and for schools across the country, trying to ensure that pupils stay with us from year 11 into year 12. And I think that where we have provision, where we have events and experiences that straddle key stage four and key stage five, it supports that retention into the sixth form. From Surbiton High School, there's some really good work on the extended project qualification where pupils are encouraged to take an area of interest, pursue that in real detail and produce an essay that fits with that area of interest. They also have an entrepreneur in residence at Surbiton High School as well as a poet and an artist, which not all of our schools are able to replicate, but all of our schools can be really intentional and deliberate about the co-curricular program and make sure that pupils have access to things like a choir, things like a debating club, and to make sure that issues like current affairs are embedded into the curriculum, into the daily tutor program. So through being really intentional and deliberate about university preparation and university access, we try to tap into the good practice that exists in our academies and our independent schools and make that good practice, that excellent practice, the norm so that all of our pupils can benefit from it whichever of our sick forms they happen to attend and in doing so we hope to support our pupils to the very best possible universities for them. We know though that university won't be right for all of our students and I think the key thing here is knowing our students as individuals, knowing their strengths and interests and ambitions so that we can provide them with the support that they need. I find it interesting that through the UCAS system for pupils that are on track to go to university or want to go to university there's a very clear system where pupils log in and they fill in certain information and then the whole process unfolds before them. Whereas for pupils that don't want to go to university there isn't yet a similarly comprehensive programme and so sometimes these students can struggle to receive the support and guidance they need. So it starts with knowing our pupils as individuals and then knowing the options that are out there and with apprenticeships and other school leavers programmes which we're finding are increasingly popular now there's a real need to understand the local market rather than rely on a national system such as UCAS. So we're working with our schools in doing so and I was at Bacon's College in South East London where I met several students in year 13 who are applying for degree apprenticeships which allow pupils to gain a degree while also serving as apprentices. So I'm really pleased to see that some of these innovative programmes as well as the school leavers programmes that lots of prestigious employers now offer there is a good understanding of these in our sick forms and our pupils are benefiting from them. One thing that's a particular challenge for us is that lots of 18-year-olds want to stay at home for university given the well-publicised cost of higher education. Now, that might be okay for our schools in, in London and Manchester, for example, where there's a wide array of universities at different tariffs, different levels. And so in London in particular, there is a very good university for pupils, whatever their attainment outcomes. However, where we go to smaller cities and towns without a wide range of local higher education options, that desire to stay at home can be a barrier. So when I go to schools like Accrington Academy in Lancashire, I see a very concerted effort there from leaders to make sure that pupils leave their community to visit universities and indeed through their contact with their alumni network to get alumni back into the school to talk to them about what universities like. I was at Accrington Academy last year and I was joined by a sixth form leader from one of our independent schools, AKS, which is in Lytham St Anne's, also in Lancashire. And they shared something really powerful they do where alumni from AKS return to the school in December once the university term has finished and they 
meet with pupils in year 12 and talk to them about their university experience and really provide very specific guidance on, on which course and which university. And that's something that Accrington Academy have really invested in as well. They've worked really hard to widen the horizons and the perspectives of their pupils and show them the options that exist beyond Accrington. And that's something that we seek to do across our schools. We have schools from Bognor Regis to Accrington to Carlisle, as well as the big cities like London and Manchester. And it's not fair that opportunities and ambition could be constrained or hampered by postcode and, and where pupils happen to live. So it's our job as a national trust to bring the full range of opportunities to our pupils wherever they happen to live and wherever they happen to go to school.